You're listening to SBS News. Police and safety authorities have begun investigating a crash between an airliner and a smaller plane at a Tokyo airport. Amid concerns it may have involved professional negligence. Authorities have released transcripts of air traffic control transmissions, which show JAL 516 had been given permission to land. But the pilot of a smaller Coast Guard plane that collided with the aircraft maintains he was cleared to enter the runway. I've been speaking with Professor Doug Drury, a former pilot with more than 20 years of experience in the air, who is now at CQ University in Cairns. The JL A350 airliner was cleared to land for the runway, so they had number one priority um, for that runway. Uh, the Coast Guard Dash 8 aircraft was told to taxi uh, to a certain spot on the runway, which is a hold short spot. Um, I know that uh, some of the information that we have out there says that uh, the hold short lights were inoperative at that time. However, there are markings that every pilot around the globe understands on the taxiways of where you hold short. Um, So the aircraft mistakenly, uh, I would say, uh, and I don't know all the reasons why, the Dash 8 taxied onto the runway, but the uh, JAL airliner had priority. The pilot suggested that he was given clearance to land. What is the chance of a miscommunication here? And how, when you are on the runway, is it very clear or very difficult to understand sometimes what air traffic control is saying? Um, that's a great question. I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's a human factors element. And Air traffic controllers have uh, a lot of stressful moments uh, in their working. Pilots have lots of stressful times in their working. The two most critical phases of flying are actually taking off and landing. And so that is where you have uh, the you have to give your full attention to your task at hand. And when a busy airport um is in full operation. There's lots of radio calls and and instructions being given. And sometimes it is possible to um, miss a call or misinterpret a call. And I'm not saying that this is what the Coast Guard pilot did. I don't know. Um, Only that will time will tell when the investigation fully investigates what happened. But you have to remember that as long as we've had airports, we've had runway incursions. So this is not a new phenomenon. It is a top priority for every civil aviation authority around the globe to ensure that these events do not happen. But unfortunately, they do. Here we are in 2024, and we just had a major one happen. How many people are involved in the air traffic control process in the tower? How many how many controllers are often on shift? How many people are involved in the process of making sure that plane lands safely? Well, there's uh, that's another great question. There's there's lots of layers to this. So you've got um, ground controllers who are handling all the ground movement of aircraft taxiing, all the trucks that are out there. Um, all the trucks are using the same frequency that the airplanes are using. There are tower controllers who are controlling the takeoff and landing phase. There are departure controllers who are in the building as well, who once the tower clears an airplane to take off, they will say contact departure on such and such a frequency. 
they get handed over to the departure controllers. When the, when the JAL flight, <clears throat> excuse me, was coming inbound, they had an in route controller that said contact approach on such and such a frequency. So there's a handoff between taking off and flying away to coming in and landing. So there are multiple controllers who are operating. So it's a very, very dense environment with lots of people paying attention to what is happening. Obviously, there's been a lot of focus on the successful evacuation of all people on board the JAL flight. And it seemed that it happened very quickly despite the risk of a fire. Are there certain factors that may have helped with that evacuation from what you've seen in terms of the way that passengers behaved and the instructions that they were given by JAL staff? Absolutely. Um, and I mean, this is the key element right here is that the training that the JAL crew received prevented loss of life. And um, we unfortunately know that back in the 80s, they had a, a very disastrous event happen, which was the worst aviation incident for a single aircraft in which everybody perished uh, on board. And JAL basically said this will never, ever happen again um, because it was human error. And they did their very best and they trained their people and every airline around the globe goes through the same train. You cannot pass to become a fully functional cabin crew member without having completed and successfully completed this evacuation training. Now, that being said, the International Civil Aviation uh, Authority or organization, ICAO, um, they set the standards for how these rules are set up. So that 90 seconds to get off the airplane, they're working with the aircraft manufacturers. So Boeing and Airbus both have uh, been in, you know, over this has taken many years to come around that they, they spend a lot of time designing how much space between seats or between rows, how wide is a seat? Because you have to get like an A350, you've got to get over 200, 300 people off of an airplane. You can't have them struggling to get out of their seats or out of the rows. So where the evacuation exits uh, are, uh, on the airplane, how these slides are designed, um, how everything operates. So the minute we go into evacuate, 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 it is full on. And they did it exactly uh, by the book. And the JL crew was tremendous in what they accomplished. Yeah, indeed. It seemed like, you know, how big of a factor was all the passengers appearing to leave their luggage behind as well? Was that a significant factor in these sorts of events? Absolutely. And um, there's been way too many incidents in the past and some of them quite recent um, where uh, on one incident, uh, a gentleman stopped to get his overhead bag out and 14 people perished because he stopped um, to get his bags. Um, there was another event where uh, 737 or excuse me 777 landed in las vegas i believe it was and had a fire and the photos of the passengers running away from the airplane all of them were carrying their bags and none of the passengers coming off the jl flight had bags so this is uh vital to the safety and survival 
rate of all passengers is leave it behind. Nothing there is worth losing your life over. Obviously, a key part of educating passengers are the pre-flight safety briefings and the safety videos. There's been some discussion online pointing out the fact that a lot of Western-oriented airlines have safety videos which are a bit more humorous or try and have, you know, gimmicks or other elements. But the Japanese airline, um, JAL, had a very serious and informative-focused video. Do you think that's maybe something that should be rethought, how we keep the attention of passengers during that boarding process to make sure this vital information gets through? Uh, that's another great question. Um, and one of the processes we have to remember here is that if you've got frequent flyers, they've seen that video a hundred times. So their attention wanes. Um, however, um, when you've got people who are not so frequent flyers and they're nervous to begin with, or this is their you know, maybe their second flight of the year or even their very first flight ever, you know, their attention is not really focused on what they're hearing. They're just hoping that they, you know, nothing happens. And so we we have to ensure that the message gets through and the JL video uh, flight uh, pre-flight video shows that you leave your bags alone do not get them. And that's one of the few airlines that I have seen that I've traveled on recently where they tell you to leave your bags in place and do not try to get them off in the event of an emergency. It's advice that's obviously now been proven to save lives. Thank you so much for speaking, Doug. Absolutely. My pleasure to be.